0: hello everyone how have you guys been i hope you guys are good if you haven't been hanging out with us for a long time this is the intersection podcast i'm your host dominique and we hang out and talk about life culture faith and where they all intersect um this week has obviously been just a rough week all around like it's been stressful it's been busy it's been a dumpster fire on the news, you know, just just a lot, just a lot. But we're drinking our water. We're talking to people. We're checking in and seeing how things are going. We're working our hardest. We're showing up every day. Correct? If you're not doing all these things, you should start doing all these things just because I think that it's important. This won't be a super long episode just because My life has been really, really busy, and I'm like, what in the world is going on? But I do have some things I did want to share with you. I don't know if you guys saw, yesterday I posted the fire in your belly motivation playlist, and I hope you guys enjoyed it. I'm going to do an actual full post on that sometime this week. Like I said, my life is crazy. That's why I can't even talk right now. It's Sunday morning. And I'm like, you know, still waking up, even though I've definitely been to the gym, getting my workout in, no days off, days off, come on, whatever, balance in life. But I'm sticking to my commitments and keeping my word and sticking with my promises. And I hope you are too. In terms of eyes, ears, heart, what I am currently watching is... Actually, like I'm not really watching a show like I'm watching The Fosters because I'm trying to catch up before good trouble starts. But I had to take a pause because it kind of stresses me out. So I'll get to like the season finale, like I'm at season at the season finale of season four and it's too much. And so I just take a little break and I'm also starting a new hobby Uh, cause you know, it's never too late to start hobbies. I think we should all have new hobbies that we do every once in a while. And I used to be a pianist and dance. So I did stuff with my body, my hands. I'm a writer. And I, when I started writing, I wrote by hand at first. Um, and so I want to get in the practice of journaling because I'm really, really bad at it. I know I'm a writer that's bad at journaling. It's fine. Go with it. But I want to get into bullet journaling, which are so, so pretty, and so I, like, thought it would be really cool to, like, learn lettering and those types of things, so I have to do something with my hands. Also, it tricks you into staying off your phone, so that's what I've been watching. I've been watching how to start that in, like, lettering videos, and it's really, really cool. It's, like, fun. It's an interesting practice to do. Um, It's actually kind of stressful on your hand. I'm also left-handed, so it's like learning how to write all over again. It's ridiculous. It's like not an easy task at all, but I love it. I'm sure there are going to be moments where I hate it though, because I like can't get a letter right or something, or it's just stressful and hard to keep up with, but I'm going to stick with it because I want to see something through. I'm also currently finishing Big Magic tomorrow I have book club, so I have to have this book finished by then. And I think I have like 30 pages left. It is really actually a beautiful book. So if you are creative, or you just want to live a creative life, because I honestly believe that everyone is a creative. I don't think that that is something that's exclusive to people that make art or music or write. I think that we all have a sense of creativity in us, because the way that some people see numbers is unheard of in my mind. Like, People who can calculate things using imaginary numbers, that's a thing. What? No, I, I can't do that. So I think that we should all embrace our creativity. So if you're looking for a book to read, I would check out Big Magic. I would also do a write-up on that this week because it's a really good book. So I'll expect to see that on up on the website here soon, The Keys of D. If you didn't know, I have a website called thekeysofd.com. So that's what I'm looking at right now. What I'm listening to is a lot of things, but mostly new. So I noticed something or it was sort of brought to my attention. One of my friends told me the other day that it's like, hey, we haven't really had like super strong albums this year. And what I mean by that is a lot of the albums that we had that were great were like, freshmen in the game or like people that like are on their come up still. So like they're taking the risk that we wish, you know, our oldies, but goodies would do. But in terms of our oldies, but goodies were like, or like even sophomore albums, I'm like, it's been a rough season for y'all. And so it's really interesting. Cause like everyone pretty much on my um, playlist that I'm going to put on the, on this week's episode Almost everyone is new. Um, we have Last Day of Summer by Summer Walker. If you haven't listened to the album, I don't know what you're doing. Like, she wrote the mess out of the album. It is really, really a good album. So check that out. Um, this new guy named Pink Sweats. I don't know. I like literally, I don't even know how I found him. I think he was on like some Discover thing on Spotify. But the Would You EP, fire. Three tracks, every one of them is good. Another cat that I just found that has been in the game pretty a little bit, you know, like, he's still, like, on his, like, come up phase. Um, Just watched an interview. I guess he was co-signed by Quincy Jones. That's exciting. Um, But is Laven Kali. I don't know if y'all know who he is. But he's dope, and all of his tracks are really good. So I'm gonna add those to the playlist as well. And then I don't know if y'all know of this young lady named a Beer. She put out like it, I guess it's a little EP. It could be considered a short album, a short LP. But um, it's called Mint, and it's also really, um, really good. So just like a lot of new fresh blood. Um, I've been I also listened to like a couple like more seasoned artists. And their new stuff, and it's not that it's bad. It's just, you know, not my favorite. Um, or it's, like, not as good as the last thing, um, which I hate saying. Like, I am very much so a person that's, like, just did let them grow. But, like, if you're not growing, then I don't know what to do. But someone that is growing that I forgot to add on here on my notes, but I have to talk about, is Kevin Garrett. Kevin Garrett he really is all the things like he gets all the things and he has a new track that came out in case I don't feel it came out Friday and it's one of those songs that like you kind of like, I was just talking about this with my dad. It's one of those songs where like you kind of get lost in it and it's half for some people would be like, where's his voice? And then for other people would be like, okay, like the sonic, sound of all of it kind of makes sense. Like it feels haunting. It feels like something that you're like, it's just, it's so feely. So that's why I think it's kind of ironic also that it's called In Case I Don't Feel, but it's so good. Um, He had a lot of great musicians on there. He did a lot of the um, different instruments that you hear on the track. And so I have to shout that out because it's, he's one of my favorite artists. I've been following his career since he started. I've seen him quite a few times, and every time, like, I'm just, like, impressed. Like, he does really, really well, and it's not your typical, like, sound. It's very different, very unique to him. It's always sad or a little, like, haunting or quiet, and I think that that's kind of beautiful. That's what makes it beautiful. And so if you haven't checked out, in case I don't feel by Kevin Garrett or just any of the rest of his stuff, Melodrama or... um false hope or any of those refuse, you should check this out. So there's that. And what's on my heart? So I have, like, a couple things that are on my heart. The first one is vote. <laughs> if there's anything that this week has taught me, it's like, we need to vote. We need to be out here. You heard me last week telling y'all, it's, I'm serious. You have a voice, and this, this country needs we need something fresh. We need something new. We need something that'll, it wants to make, we need someone that wants to make change. We need us to band together and just decide that like, we're tired of this. Like it's insane. Yesterday you have another mass shooting at a synagogue in Pittsburgh. What is going on? Also, where's everyone finding an AR 15? If you like, come on, someone just, it makes me so mad. I can't even talk about it. Actually. It really makes me mad. And, my, And I hate saying this. My thoughts and prayers are with these families. Like, no, I want to flip tables with you. Like, I want to just be over this. And we need to find a way to just, like, say no more. Like, I'm done. And it's insane. And it's tragic. And I'm sick of seeing tragedies. I'm sick of f- seeing families torn apart by gun, gun violence that, like, isn't... It sh- we, sh- we shouldn't be worried about this. We shouldn't. And there are multiple ways that you can stand up against this, and one of them is definitely voting. And so if if you need more incentive to get your tail to the dang on, dag on polls, this can be it. Like, I know that we've had scares also this week with bomb threats on early voting and people not being able to, like, ugh, ugh. The system is so broken, and I just – Like while I'm out here fighting, I do actually pray that it gets fixed. I do pray that and have hope that this is not our forever story. And we know that it's not. Um, We've had great moments of triumph and resilience. And I think that those days are coming back. But this is like the longest slow haul and it's midterms. Like go out and do what you have to do. You don't have to like it, but you need to do it. You need to go out there and Let people, let these, our government who doesn't even care about us know we care about each other. And we're going to show up for each other in the margins that we need to. No matter who we are, no matter what we believe, we stand up for each other. Because that's the human thing to do. Like, at this point, it's just plain human decency. Like, I don't understand it. So... There's that. Please vote these jokers right out of office. I, I would love that. Thank you. Midterms, you know, we need some changes in the House and Senate so that, that 45 and his friends can sit down somewhere, including his following, because, come on. Get it together. There's that. Another thing that's been on my heart, and like I said, it's been really stress. It's been a stressful time, stressful week. Um, my best friend's getting married in um, less than a week now, which is absurd. Uh, it's it's absurd and exciting, but it's like what, like how old are we? Um, but it's also it just it's also crazy because around all of this we've i've had a lot of friends talking about relationships and dating and it just feels like it's like also the season it's cuffing season it's getting a little chilly outside everyone wants to be booed up i get it we're not all lma but it's really interesting though because i think that in the midst of all of this i feel like the it's it's so interesting to have all these conversations as like I'm learning to make them like best commitments for myself and be committed to me. Um, and I don't know if I've ever necessarily done that, but I went to a retreat last week up in Nyack and we were talking, we were talking about scripture and we were talking about, you know, we, we'd listened to a sermon and it was really, really beautiful. Um, but it was also, it also brought up, I think a lot of personal I thoughts and around, who we are and who our identity is and who our affirmations are in or come from. And one thing that I th- that came up was this idea that like, yes, you can get all the affirmations that we want from God and because he gives them freely, you know, unconditionally. That's, that's why he calls us son and daughter. But then when we go out in the world, we want affirmations all the time or we want validation all the time, but it doesn't happen in the same way. Like it doesn't happen and and also it's fleeting. Like it when once you hear it, you're like, "Yes, that feels great." It's like a shot of dopamine. It's like, "Yay, that feels good." But then when it wears off, you want it again. And and then you have to either go back to an external source or you go back to the source, but it's this interesting exchange of push and pull, but there's also one person missing, and it's the covenant that you have with yourself. And I say covenant because when we were talking about it, it was really interesting. One of the women there was talking about how we talk, we were talking about promises to ourselves and how we break those all the time. But it's because we don't recognize that the promises that we're making, and I say that in air quotes, um, they're deeper than that. Like very few of us nurture the covenant that we have with ourselves like we do with our friends, like we make, we will keep a promise with someone else. But we won't necessarily keep a promise with ourselves. And we for sure don't keep all our promises with God. Um, so it's, it's, a, it's a very interesting exchange. But many of us don't even take the time to figure out why that is. And I think in this season, for me, what's on my heart is like, keeping those promises, and staying loyal to The covenant that I have with the King, and then the covenant I have with myself, and realizing that it's okay to not always do all the things for everyone else. Like I've always done that. I'm I'm definitely the friend that shows will show up for you if you need me to. But also, I need to be that friend to myself. You know, when you need to like be your own best friend. Because if we thought about ourselves that way, like we're our own best friend, we also love ourselves the same way that we love your sister or your brother or your mom or dad or your best friends or your boyfriend. If we thought of ourselves that way, we would probably get so many more things done. We would change how we think about ourselves. We wouldn't be so negative and mean or... We wouldn't just walk away from things that we said we were going to do. We wouldn't give up before we start. And I think that that's a part of why we do that a lot. Why we have a lot of stop, start, stop, start. is because we don't know how to show up for us the way we show up for everybody else. And I think that that takes commitment. That's realizing you're in a committed relationship with yourself too. And you have to show up for her, him, they all the time. You have to show up and be present in the moment and say, I'm doing this for me because I love me. And even if you look, you, and I said this sort of to one of my friends, if you can't look yourself in the mirror at any given day, at any given time and say, I love you, you have work to do. We have work to do. And I say that because even if you don't believe it, but you're like, I think that because one of our other friends said, there are moments where I don't feel like I love myself, but I'm content with where I'm at. And I think we, so, so a lot of us struggle with even being content. And that's like crazy because we're always fiending for this happiness, we're fiending for this joy. And and we can have it at all times, but sometimes also those things are fleeting and far away, but being content with where you are in whatever season you're in, I think also goes far beyond what we could imagine. And it, and especially at times like this, when everyone's talking about who they're dating and, or like, are you trying to date right now? Or it's it's like... Howard. It's weird. It's just like, that's the season. And maybe it's the season I'm in, you know, I'm in the season of, you're almost, I'm not, I'm in like mid, late, mid 20s. But it's very common for people to get married at this time. And I'm super excited for my best friend to get married. Like, it's, it's a beautiful thing. I've had many friends get married. I've been in multiple weddings at this point. But Right now, I want this commitment to me to for me and to me to be at the forefront. and I think it's because I know that the only way I can get to that place, where I'm the one walking down the aisle or I'm the one that's out in the relationship and boot up during Christmas time or whatever, is if I work on me because I can't simply like expect someone to just dope me forever. And think that I'm going to be okay. Eventually, they're going to get tired of looking at me. Eventually, they're going to be like, oh, you're cute, but we're old. (laughs) And it's not the same. Eventually, we're going to have to take some time and learn what it means to be ourselves and to love ourselves And to show up, because the other thing is, is if you don't learn to love yourself, you'll change and be malleable to anything that anyone asks you to be. And I'm nobody's anything. I'm me. And I think that that's something that I've always had. But like now it's learning the new facets of me and learning to be content with things and learning to get rid of negative self-talk and learning that even though I hate the gym... And even though I hate working out, I don't hate my body. And in order for it to work, I have to do other things that make it work. And I think that that is okay. It's okay to take seasons and time and be like, you know, like, yeah, it'd be great to have someone to go to the movies with. Or to walk around Central Park. Or to be snuggled up. It would be great, you know? Come on now. Somebody cooking you dinner? Amen. Somebody... Co-sign that. But then you also have to worry about like their emotional baggage and your emotional baggage and all the things that come with that. And maybe right now, na- and, I, and as I'm, I'm also processing out loud, so shout out to y'all for listening to this, but I don't know necessarily that right now is the right time for me to do that. Mind you, there's never a right time for anything in life. You're never ready for what's coming next. But I think that where I'm at physically right now is I need to take this time for me. And if other people need to do that, I think we should have that space. Um, not taking anything off the table, because you can't say never to anything. But I think recognizing that if you're not committed to you and you're not showing up for you, that maybe you need to let yourself have that space and that breadth to move and figure out what you want and what you like and what you dislike and then be like, all oh, right, I'm ready to do something else. But so often we jump in before we know who you who I am, and then it gets it, then that's when get things get tricky. So I don't know if this, you know, resonated with you, but that's really what's on my heart right now, is just trying to figure out the best version of me and always showing up for me in the world so I can also show up for other people because you cannot fill other people's cup from an empty cup. And that's what I want. As God pours into me and I pour into me, I can pour out to others. And that's what, and that's what we were called to do. We were called to serve. We were called to go out into the world and make change. And that's why I say the things like vote and find your voice and share it with the world. Because in those spaces, I very much show up. <laughs> And filled and full and can push out to the world. But we we need to know who we are, know what our values are, know what we're not going to stand for. And I think that maybe last week I sort of jumped the gun. Like, hey, maybe you need to know what. how do you do that? And it starts with finding out who you are, finding out what you love, finding out what you don't like. Finding out what you believe in and what you don't believe in. And maybe you don't believe in God like I do. You don't believe in Jesus. That's fine. But just believe in something. Have a have a thing that's bigger than you for what you're working toward. And then work on you in that. And just share that. Like, put it out. We we need more of that. We need more authenticity. And we don't need copies or, like, created th- people from because they want to be with another person. Like, I don't want to be with someone for the sake of being with someone or to be with someone because I think that they could change how I am. I want to be with you because you want to be with me, all of me. Every curve, every laugh, every tear, every time that I'm I ab- about ready to take out any one of my tracks, I need... I need someone that's going to be down and I also want someone that I have to be there for everyone of the, all of the pain, all of the heartache, all of the joy, all of the triumph, all of the fights. Like I, you want someone who's equally whole. I don't want another half. I need a, I need a whole person and I, that means I need to be a whole person. And so, yeah, that's that. If you like this episode, <laughs> go ahead and share it, um, subscribe, rate it, do all the things. We're on iTunes and Stitcher. Um, we're also on my website, thekeysofd.com. If you want to email us or you have comments or anything about this topic um, or another topic that you would like to hear, you can email us at theintersectionpodcast@gmail.com. at gmail.com. You can also follow me on Instagram and Twitter and all the other things at D underscore creative. Um, I hope you liked this episode and we'll be back in two weeks. I'm going to have some more playlists coming out. There's going to be one in the show notes of this week. There's going to be one next week and check for some more editing coming out on the Keys of D. So I look forward to talking with you soon. Have a good one. Bye.